hallelujah, would you lift your hands to the Lord? I feel, hallelujah, breaking through in the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to break out of your flesh and begin to dance and shout for the victory in the name of Jesus. The deliverer is in the house. The deliverer, he's changing your posture. He's changing your eyesight. He's causing you to see you are looking over into Canaan. And the Lord says, cross over. It belongs to you. Come on, somebody, keep on. This is the moving of the Holy Ghost right here. This is the will of God right here. Yes. By the authority of the Word of God and the power of the name of Jesus, Jesus, right now, we loose the gift of faith in the house of God, not just for miracles, but that you would step into our finances in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I feel like Miriam's got her tambourine in her hand. We done crossed over in the name of Jesus. God has led us out of Egypt. The wall has come down in the name of Jesus. We've crossed on over. Now, Miriam, grab your tambourine and lead us in praise unto God. Come on, you ought to just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. Look in the devil's face and speak in tongues. I'm still standing, devil. I'm still standing. I'm going to run over you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Stay in that posture of worship right there. But in prayer, as we were praying in the house of God, I could see a sword that had been sheathed and I literally heard the sound of iron coming out of the sheath in the name of the Lord. I don't believe that's your sword only, but I believe that God has dispatched angels from heaven. They don't play, they're here to subdue. Shatarokoya, 
Come on, you ought to say, Lord, send forth the angels. Send forth the warring angels. This is bigger than me, Jesus. I loose the presence of God. I loose angelic hosts to begin to fight. Second thing, second thing the Holy Ghost spoke to me in the hotel room this afternoon. God said these words to me. He said it is time for my people to change their posture. You have been going backwards but fighting. You have been in defense mode. And yea, you have signed a mighty victory. But the Holy Ghost says it's time right now to shift your posture. You are not to fight in defensive mode. But you are to pull that sword out in the spirit. And you are to move forward in the name of Jesus. Because in your moving forward, in your forward posture, you are telling God that you believe what he said that he would do. Change your posture right now in the spirit. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, but the violent take it by force. Can we shout amen? Hallelujah. My, 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 my. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house of the Lord. God ain't playing today in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house of the Lord. Shout amen. Hallelujah. I want you, if you would, in the Holy Ghost. I, Man alive, I just feel the presence of God. Uh, man, if you were in the men's restroom and it weirds you out that I'm someone in there and me speaking in tongues, sorry, amen. I just feel the Holy Ghost. Can we say amen? Yeah, you heard me say that. I just feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. I, 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 I don't think God minds if you speak in tongues in the elevator in the hotel. I don't think he minds if you speak in tongues wherever you go and worship God. The deliverer is in the house of the Lord. And how you came is not how you shall leave in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Stay standing if you would as we hasten to the word of God. I am so honored. We are so honored. My wife is devastated that she could not be here. Amen. Due to a horrific case of amen food poisoning. Amen. And amen. And we just thank God that she's doing better. But I give honor today to Bishop Nichols. And I, I don't feel like when God gives you a prophetic word that you're stepping out on a limb. If God speaks to you something, you are never out on a limb. Can we say amen? Bishop Nichols spoke to me about the vision of this church. And I don't know if you've noticed it, but amen, you smell like the vision. Can we say amen? Let me explain. You don't stink. You smell good. Amen. But you are speaking the lingo of the kingdom. 
get around any of y'all y'all talk about amen the miraculous hand of God Bishop spoke amen to me and he said these words he said our commitment and what we believe our vision is is that in the next five years we will give one million dollars to global missions and all of a sudden sitting in that car I felt an unction of the spirit of God and the Lord said it will happen in two God is going to hilariously drop properties, houses that are being sold for the kingdom of God. Stuff God's going to do. Where You know why? Because the moment you say, yay, Lord, I believe. That's the moment where he says, I will do a quick thing. I'll do it faster than you can even know. I believe in the Holy Ghost that after two years, you will see God's provision move in such a dimension that you will give $1 million to global missions every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Shout amen. Hallelujah. And so I want you to remain standing. Amen. I give honor to Bishop Nichols, his dear wife and family, this awesome leadership team. Amen. And I want to invite you right now, if you would. Amen. The reason why we asked that you receive these faith promise slips, amen, forms, before we go into the word of God, is any time in Jewish history where they offered the sacrificial lamb, They did not go and pick a lamb up in the marketplace and just go to the house of God. But they were instructed, amen, that the lamb was supposed to be in their house for a certain period of time. And therefore, you were asked for those, I saw some of you, amen, while you were worshiping, you had your lamb in your hand. God wants you to know that when you fall in love with the Lamb, hallelujah, He can open the windows of heaven. And so, amen, amen. I want you, if you would, I feel this directly in the Holy Ghost. I want you, if you would, if you're here and you're not on the active ministry leadership team that is up on this platform or serving the body of Christ in the house of the Lord, I want you, if you're not sitting by your spouse, I want you to go to where your spouse is. If someone's there, say, move over, honey. Amen. Amen, amen. I'm going to sit by my sweetheart in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. But if you would, move to where your families are because I have a word from the Holy Ghost. As you come with your faith promise commitment, you're going to come as a family because God wants to unleash blessings in your family first. He doesn't want this to be a trickle-down effect, but he wants it to be an explosion in your house. He wants to bless your kids with scholarships. Full rides in the name of Jesus. God wants to bless you in your home.
He wants to erase some mortgage payments, amen, that you thought that you would have to make. And the bank says you paid too much because somebody gave and paid your bill. And as God moves in the family dimension, then he's going to move in the greater family dimension, the dimension of the family of God in the name of Jesus. So I want you, if you would, amen, to take your faith promise card in your hands. Just have it ready. Amen, amen. And I want to say to you in the name of Jesus, do not fill out this faith promise card yet. Amen, because the number that you had prepared to give or to commit to give, if God provides through faith, God is going to blow you past that number because that was your number that you could handle. Some of y'all were saying, well, we got an IRA and we got this and if push comes to shove, God doesn't want push come to shove faith. We can orchestrate this and manage this. No, no, that's not the dimension of faith that God has already led you into. The dimension of faith that God has led you into is what is beyond your capability becomes the capability of God. Hallelujah. So God's gonna speak to you in the name of the Lord. Amen. An amount to pledge. Now I want to remind you as Bishop Nichols so adequately reminded us in the house of God. This is not a bill. Can we say amen? Amen. Tithes is not a bill. Can we say amen? Offerings is not a bill. You pay your light bill, your rent bill, your gas bill. Jesus, you don't pay bills to Jesus. We give because we love. We give because we want to be obedient to the word of God. Can we say amen? Amen, amen, amen. amen. And so, amen, this is a faith promise commitment that you are about to make, which says simply this. If God will provide for me, I will give this in 2022 unto the Lord. Can we shout amen? Amen, amen. So I don't want you to, amen, stress out and try to control it and just let God lead you in the name of Jesus. Can we say amen? Matthew chapter 27, verse 46 through 53. I give honor to also Bishop, amen, Joe Herod. What a powerful man of God. Amen. This man of God is, is, amen, he is at times a backbone to me in the spirit. Amen. Can we say amen? I love Bishop Joe Herod. I love Sister Herod. Amen. And the Pentecostals of Springfield. God has strategically placed men and women of God around the globe. And they are strategically placed and poised for one of the greatest revivals that Illinois has ever seen. And so I love Bishop Joe Herod as a man of God and as a personal friend and travel companion. We have traveled all over India and we're going to do more in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we say amen? Matthew chapter 27 verse 46 through 53, the word of God says, and about the ninth hour Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Some of them that stood there when they heard that said, This man calleth for Elias. 
And straightway one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elias will come to save him. I feel the Holy Ghost in the house of the Lord. Verse 50 says, Jesus, when he had cried, amen again, with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost, he died. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. My, 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 feel the Holy Ghost. And the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which had slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Verse 51, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. If it's the bottom to the top, it's something that man can do. But if it's the top to the bottom, it's something that comes from God. Can we say amen? I don't want what man can do. Neither does God. What God wants is what can he do through you? 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 through 10 says, But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of the world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Everybody shout, I love him. They're talking about me is what the scripture's saying. Amen. They're talking about you. But God hath revealed them unto us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but Amen, the Spirit of God. Mm, hallelujah. I, I know you're standing, but I remind you of verse 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Would you throw your hands up to heaven? Let's ask God to speak to us in the name of the Lord. Come on, would you lift a voice of triumph in the house of God. Jesus, anoint our minds. Anoint our ears. Let there be a window of heaven, Lord. Matter of fact, Lord, throw them open in the name of Jesus. God, we ask for your anointing, not for your word, but for our ears, both the outer and the inner, in the name of Jesus. And we ask this in the name of the Lord. God, we ask that you would anoint our minds in the name of Jesus. God, you are about to blow our minds with the power of the Lord. 
And so we say yea, and we say unto your spirit, amen. Be it so unto us in the name of Jesus. Would you give him a hand clap of praise? Would you give him a hand clap of honor? Jesus, we worship you. We magnify you. In the name of the Lord, you may be seated for a few moments. I feel, amen, such a power of the presence of God. And I want to know tonight, if the Lord healed your body this morning, would you lift your hand to the Lord right now? All over the house of God, let this be a witness. Come on. If God touched your body, the pain that you came with is no longer there. Amen. This is a testimony of the power of God. Why? The Bible says, and he confirmed his word with signs following amen. But in the book of Matthew chapter 27, we have come to the place where Jesus hath already prayed through the garden of Gethsemane. We hear words like this, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. They, amen, he laid his body on the cross. Somebody ought to know they did not take the life of Jesus. The lamb gave his life and so we find in the book of Matthew chapter 27 verse number 46 through 53 that Jesus has been crucified and from the cross amen the Bible says he began to cry out with a loud voice Eli Eli lama sabachthani that is to say my God my God why hast thou forsaken me and when they heard these words they imagine in their mind he's calling for the prophet Elias no no he was not calling for Elias he was about to finish your and my deal and so the Bible says, verse 50, Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. His last breath was exhaled from his chest and his body. And the Bible says, and behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. Can we say amen? Now this got my Holy Ghost attention, amen. And I begin to pray through this word of God and what God began to reveal in my spirit. And I'm not going to teach you about the holies and the holies of holies and so on. Let me put it in a synopsis by saying we understand that if we wanted to bring our lamb, amen, we had to come, amen, to the place of sacrifice the blood would be applied to the altar to the four corners of the altar it would be poured down the altar even down yea to the ground amen but yet amen God was not finished with our worship at that point amen somebody ought to know it is time for you to understand that you have been forgiven by Jesus 
Jesus and it's time for you to arise in new life in the name of the Lord. Can we shout amen? So we find in the word of God that the veil was rent of the temple from the top to the bottom. And I was intrigued by that. And God began to remind me in the spirit. And he said there was a dimension. There was the holy place where you could go. Amen. And you could, if you were, amen, the priest of the Lord, you could enter into a dimension where you could have good church. You could enter into a dimension where you could see limited glory of the Lord manifest. But God has spoken into my spirit as I study this. And what he was telling me was this. Is my people must come to the place where they are so desperate for a move of my spirit. That they are willing to push beyond the norm. They're willing to push their flesh into a dimension of the spirit. Where God is beckoning us. Where he is saying if you'll push in beyond the veil, if you'll push in beyond good church, if you'll push in beyond just a cute few songs and a word from the preacher, the man of God, there is a dimension in the spirit that God today is making available to greater faith church. But you must be willing to push beyond the veil. Oh, my spirit is hungry, amen. Uh, my spirit is hungry, uh, amen, to see, uh, amen, the glory of the Lord. Can we shout amen? amen. Someone say, well, you're being kind of egotistical. You want to see the glory of God for yourself? No, the devil is a liar, amen. God knows my heart. Uh, my prayer is God, uh, Jesus, uh, there is a dimension of your spirit uh, where we have never been before. And until you come, you're going to continue demonstrating day after day your desire to bring us into an apostolic dimension of the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Bishop Herod, amen, you're a powerful team member for Bangladesh and India. I'll never forget, amen, when we were on that crusade in Talashatkira, off in that village, amen. Some of you just saw the footage. By the way, I give honor to Jesus Christ. That video was made three years ago. Now there are over 35,000 apostolics in the nation of Bangladesh, 145 churches and preaching points. And that building that you saw us talking about is about to be finished in the name of Jesus. We need your help. We are about $115,000 away from completing it and absolutely furnishing it. But the hand of the Lord is not short. Can we say amen? Matter of fact, that building God spoke to me years ago and 15 years ago, and I'm gonna come back to that crusade, Bishop, but 15 years ago, God put it in our heart to, to build that Bible school. Leadership said no, and I've learned one thing, that if you're never going to learn to submit to a man of God, you'll never submit to the God of the man. 
I don't want a donkey spirit. Can we say amen? You heard correctly, amen. And I'm being nice. I want the spirit of God to be upon me in such a way where I would say I don't need to be explained why the answer is no. I'm just going to accept that as the will of God and say God knows better than I do. Hallelujah. 15 years ago, we were told no. Amen, and we accepted that. But there was something in our spirit that said, God, we accept that, we agree with that, but there is a day coming where you're gonna honor your promise. Let me tell you something right now. I speak to every dormant promise that God ever gave you. I command it to come to life in the name of Jesus. Yea, you will see God fulfill his word. It don't matter, baby, if it was 20 years ago that God told you he would do something. He ain't got spiritual amnesia. So about four years ago, Four and a half years ago, four years ago, hey man, there was no money to build a Bible school. We're having Bible school in the rented facility. Bishop Joe Herod has been there. Amen. You know what it looks like. Amen. Uh, small. Amen. Uh, we're maxed out uh, when we have 17 students. Amen. Uh, but that Bible school facility is going to house 100 apostolic men and women of God. Every year, they're going to graduate and go out starting churches in the name of Jesus. We don't want to give them a certificate and say, good luck, have fun, amen. We're telling them, go build the kingdom of God. Start a church, plant a church. Can we say amen? I'm moving quickly, amen. But four years ago, we had no money to build a Bible school. And the Holy Ghost said, draw up plans. I said, Bishop, I said, God, I don't, I, this is how I talk to the Lord. I apologize if it's offensive, but Jesus doesn't mind it, amen. I said, Lord, that's way above my pay grade. I don't have a clue in the world what you want your house to look like. But if you'll show me tonight, we'll build it exactly the way you want it. I laid my head down on that pillow and in a moment I was, amen, in a dream and I saw the house of God, amen, that we are able now to stand in on the bottom floor. And I saw angels of the Lord descending on the back corners and the house was full. And I remember in the dream shouting, and Bishop Joe Aaron knows what it is like in Bangladesh. I remember shouting in the dream, the angels of the Lord are here as we watched a thousand people jump to their feet worshiping God. Got up the next morning, amen, just a little bit of testimony service in the house of God. Got up the next morning, called our engineer that had designed some small church buildings for us before. I said, sir, I've got to meet with you right now. So he met me at the coffee shop, amen. I said, the, and he was a Muslim engineer, but I don't care, can we say amen? I said to him, sir, last night I prayed that God would show me how he wants his house to look. And this is what I saw in the spirit of the Lord. I said, can we build it? He said, yes, sir, we will build it. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody ought to say amen. Don't you be backpedaling on Jesus. 
Don't make it soft for the world to hear. I said this this morning. They don't need a soft answer. They need a Holy Ghost answer. So we said, God, okay. We drew up the plans. God God don't mess around. He pays his bills. He'll never ask you to do something that he won't show up in. Amen, amen, amen. We're talking about the next dimension. Amen. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. So I said, God, we ain't got no money for this building. We don't have the money to build it. God said, draw the plans up. We drew the plans up. Got the got permission to build. Here we are with plans and land with no money to build. Amen. How many know God ain't shorthanded? Amen, amen. Every single step of this project has been divinely miraculous. And we are at the last step today asking the Lord to make a way for his vision to come to pass. Not mine, not yours, not anybody else's. The vision of the Lord. And he shall do it. But that next dimension stuff where God, God is simply saying, he's saying if you will be hungry for that dimension, I will push my people forward into a dimension of the miraculous in the name of Jesus. Shout amen. Amen, you don't gotta know where it's going to come from. All you need to know is that God shall provide. But in that crusade in Thalashatkida, there was no rain. And these people live by the rains that water their crops. There was no rain. They were in a drought in that area, if you recall, Bishop. Amen. Amen. But they gave us a school ground to have a crusade in. Amen. And Brother Peter Bishosh, the very first convert in the church who has baptized at least 2,000 500 himself and seen thousands filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody ought to shout amen. Remember what God said, what God is doing on the foreign fields. He is going to begin to do in Louisville, New Albany. There is a 5,000 soul revival in the womb of this church right now. Not tomorrow. God wants to break you forth into that next level beyond what you know, beyond the veil. Pastor Peter grabbed the mic. Political official got up and gave a speech. Pastor Peter grabbed the mic. They were in drought. Pastor Peter grabbed the mic, and this is what he said. I prophesied to you in the name of Jesus that this entire time of this crusade, it shall not rain until the last night so that you would understand the glory of God. And the government official He's dumbfounded. You remember that, Bishop. Amen. I think it was that crusade that you were at. Matter of fact, I know it was. All right, all right. So you weren't there for this one, maybe. You'll, if so, just let me know. Amen. All of a sudden, everybody looking at him dumbfounded. Like, oh, really? We're about to get us a preacher into heresy. He's going to be a false prophet. The devil is a liar. 
That next dimension stuff, amen, will lead you to begin to say something. Before you even know it, words are coming out of your mouth. You'll start to say, thus saith the Lord. We ought to not be schizophrenic or intimidated by somebody saying, I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus. Don't withhold the hand of God by a a measly mindset that says, we really can't say those type of things because some people went off the rails with that stuff. You didn't stop eating apples, amen, because you got a bad one, amen. You still like apples, amen, amen. And so they looked at him, and they're like, okay, we got us a preacher. Amen. It did not rain that whole night. But the last night, Bishop Prophet Eli Hernandez, amen, was preaching. And his message was that God would send the wind of the Holy Ghost. And as he's preaching, I'm translating for him. As he's preaching, all of a sudden from back behind the pulpit, a cool wind began to blow while the man of God was saying, God is going to send the wind of the Holy Ghost. It was a cool wind. And I watched the people. Their eyes got big because it never blows from that direction in that area and the Holy Ghost hit that place, amen amen, it was either the crusade you were in, was it in the crusade you were in, that night we saw 3,000 receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the very first time That's why you were there, Bishop, because you walked in the authority and as you outstretched your hands, God said, I can move in a place, amen, like this. Can we shout amen? Amen. Shortly after that, amen, amen, we were back in Kulna City. Amen, Bishop, you weren't here for that, there for that one. Amen, but we were in Kulna. Bishop Brother Robinette, amen, and then the team had come. We're sitting in the airplane, flying. This is that next dimension stuff, folks. Amen, amen. Can I tell you, you aren't going there, you're there. You're already there. You might not have known it, but you're already there. We're sitting on the plane. There's about 60 of us apostolics in a 72-seat plane. And Brother Robinette says, as we approach the territory of Jesser, where you have been, Bishop, he said, I want us all to pray. I'm in the back of the bus, the plane, amen, literally. I'm in the back of the plane. I don't mind, amen. Don't care, amen. Holy Ghost is moving on that plane. Sixty of us begin to raise our hands and speak in tongues five or so miles up in the air. Now, I wonder what the pilot thought. He probably looked in his rear mirror if he has one and thought, well, they don't quite look like radicals, amen. So I guess we're all right. The Holy Ghost hit that plane as about 60 of us begin to speak in other tongues. 
Oh, I, I, I'm not going to tell you that, amen, you, you should, I, when, I, when I talk about, amen, let the Holy Ghost flow through you, let the Holy Ghost flow through you anywhere and everywhere. I am not going to qualify the Spirit of God to somebody that acts like a carnal whatever. If they can be half naked in a stadium when it's 55 below zero and paint themselves different colors with clown hair on their head, I refuse to be ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ. I feel the Holy Ghost tonight. Amen, amen. Holy Ghost sits that plane. We're speaking in tongues. All of a sudden, God begins to speak uh, through tongues and interpretation. Amen. And I was not translating. So you would know, amen. I'm prejudiced about Bangladesh big time. Amen. I want to see the glory of God in a powerful way in Bangladesh. But the Lord said these words, thus saith the Lord, this is my nation. Hallelujah. I couldn't run the aisles, but man, I was doing it in my seat, baby. Hallelujah. I was dancing in my seat as God began to say, yay, what you have asked for on earth. I have agreed in heaven with what you have asked for. This nation belongs to me. Hallelujah. Can we say amen? So I'm... I'm back in the back with Brother Charles Robinette, Sister Robinette, Sister Corbin. <laughs> and man, if I could have run the aisles outside the plane, I probably did it 50 times. Amen. Amen. But we landed. God moved in that crusade. 5,382 received the Holy Ghost. Dark clouds were rolling in all day. Jesus spoke to me in the hotel and he said, get up on your feet, stand in the middle of that big tall window in your room and prophesy to the north, the south and the east and the west and command those clouds that they cannot rain on my crusade ground. That was Jesus saying that. That ground didn't belong to James Corbin. That ground belonged to the Lord. I did not care what anybody thought. There I was, my six foot one and a half, amen, inch, 200 and none of your business pound frame, amen, in the window prophesied, commanding clouds to leave. Can we say amen? amen? They kept on rolling. They kept on coming in. Amen, this is that next dimension stuff. Amen, they kept coming. We got on the bus, 430, got to the crusade ground, the clouds were rolling in, hot and heavy. Amen. But Pastor Peter grabbed the mic and he said, I prophesied to you in the name of Jesus. It shall not rain on this crusade ground in Jesus' name. Thousands of people were flooding in. Everybody's looking. We're about to see once again, we got us a preacher. You don't got no preacher 
in false, amen, in, in, a, in a false spirit. That same preacher standing before Muslims preaching the oneness of God and the revelation of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. That's the same man of God that said, if my God does not answer and stop this storm, I'll convert to Islam, I'll meet you in the mosque on Friday. But he prayed in Jesus' name, God stopped that storm, not the crusade storm at this moment, but that storm and 52 were baptized in the name of Jesus saying your God is the one true God that controls the wind and the rain. That's pushing beyond the holies into the holies of holies saying there is, yea, another dimension. He grabs the mic at the crusade ground. Amen. This testimony service tonight, but I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. He grabs the mic, says, I prophesy, it shall not rain here in the name of Jesus. And oh, what happened? Yeah, I'll tell you what happened. You saw in that video, amen, people pointing up to the sky and dancing. You may have saw a snippet of a double rainbow. God threw a double rainbow over the crusade ground as 8,000 to 10,000 that night flooded in. It could not rain on that crusade ground. It rained outside of the crusade ground so heavy that it had flooded in parts of that city to the knees. But it could not rain on that crusade ground. A Muslim warlock was praying to the devil that God would, that, that, that the devil, not God, but Allah, you can say, which, which but let me just say about one and the same, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He begins to, this witch doctor, this warlock is praying that his God would wash out the crusade. He goes home that night to his daddy and says, I do not understand. I curse them in the name of Allah, but it still could not rain on that ground. His daddy turned at him and said the reason is is they worship the one true living God. That's called going beyond what you know into the dimension of the spirit where you say God we've got to see your glory. 5,000 382 received the Holy Ghost. But what about those two? Because actually in those crusade nights, it was 5,380. But it was Monday morning. We're tired out of our minds. Crusade, planning, all of this. We're at the hotel restaurant. We're having omelets and drinking tons of coffee. Amen. Amen. God, God what a blessing for coffee. Amen. I like it for the taste. Let me just say that that much. Amen. And so we're having breakfast. And I watch a distinguished couple. They were a brother and sister team. I watched them come into the restaurant. There's about 150 of us in the restaurant at this time. And as they came in, I noticed them. Walked up to them, introduced myself to them. And the moment that I said, well, I'm a Christian missionary here in Bangladesh, she stopped me and she said, Pastor, 
we need prayer right now. And the Holy Ghost spoke immediately to me. I know she kept talking, but I was hearing a different voice. And the Holy Ghost said, I'm about to fill her with my spirit in this breakfast restaurant. Yeah, see, the problem is, is if you want to see an apostolic demonstration, sometimes you can't just get them to the house of God. Sometimes you got to get them where they are. Amen, amen. I said to her, I said, sis, and her brother standing there by her. Amen. I begin to teach him like a minute Bible study. If you'll repent of your sins right now, amen. Ask God to forgive you. There was no tank we could baptize them in. Amen. So I'm talking to her about repentance and, and asking God to forgive her. I know I mentioned baptism. I must have in the name of Jesus. You can never get, amen, the glory without the name. You ain't going to see the glory without the name. If you're a lover of the name, you'll see the glory of God. And so, amen, amen, don't you ever say a name is just nothing but semantics. The devil is a liar. Semantics ain't going to get you into heaven. The name of Jesus, the Spirit of God will. So I teach them a little Bible study, just standing there about a minute. And I said to her, I said, do you want to receive the Holy Ghost? Matter of fact, I said it in language that she would understand. I said, when you ask God to forgive you and lift your hands to God, you'll feel this weird, funny sensation come in your mouth. Don't think that everybody knows what you know. Amen. Slapping King James Version all over them, amen. And they're like lost in space. Can we say amen? Be real. Man, alive, God will mess you up in a good way. Amen. Hallelujah. And so I begin to tell her, you'll feel the, something happen to your mouth. You'll feel a tingling sensation. Your tongue will begin to move. That's the Holy Ghost. I said, do you want it? She shouted, I want it. I said, lift your hands right now. Her brother got his hands halfway up. Bam, he hits the floor. Speaking in other tongues, nobody could touch him. Within about 12, 13 seconds, she was speaking in other tongues right there over coffee in the name of Jesus. That's the next dimension that God has taken greater faith church to. Can we shout amen? I feel that this, this is not going to be a weepy crying service. Not right now. So God moved in a powerful way. Amen. We went back a year later, just before the onset of COVID-19. God, God knows what he's doing. Can we say amen? He's been God a long time. He's very good at it. He don't need our help. Can we say Amen. Amen, God, let us to have the crusade, I think, in January, February. Amen. And just before the, it was January, just before the outbreak of COVID-19 as we know it, God filled 7,000 with the gift of the Holy Ghost in one single night. Over 7,000 notable miracles took place. Some say, well, are you sure about those numbers? The devil is a liar. Increase your faith. We're not stretching a number to impress you. Matter of fact, we always dumb down the numbers. 
We have fill-up cards and follow-up cards that they fill out where we can contact them and plug them into a church. So when I say 7,000 receive the Holy Ghost, I'm telling you, honey, 7,000 receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's the last night of crusade service. I'm tired beyond my mind. Amen. And what I can handle, I think. And, and I noticed that the crusade team, a group of them were being highly rebellious. You'll understand what I mean. Because I had always told them, when I tell you it's time to go, don't just drop what you're doing and just do what I say because I know that you're about to be mobbed by about 12,000 people. Amen. You'll understand what I'm saying. But I noticed this group of quote unquote rebellious crusade team members. But I can't do nothing to them. I can't do nothing about it because the ringleader's name was Elizabeth Ann Corbin. She's at the altar with a group of them. It's time to go. We've got places to go. We've got a meeting to have and all of this. And she's got about 10, 15 of them at the altar. And all of a sudden, they begin to shout and they begin to dance. Why? There was a little girl that was deaf and dumb and they were praying for her and God opened her ears and loosed her tongue and her very first words out of her mouth was Jesus young man Jordan Easter he was about 19 years old these are his words he said I had never seen God do a miracle with my own eyes so I had come to that crusade to see God perform a miracle come on if you want to be honest with God you might as well just be honest I'm a man of faith, yeah. I want to see a miracle. Jordan Easter came, and he was praying for people in the crowd. God was moving, and a little girl was brought to him, a little baby. And Jordan, of course, did not know Bangla, could not understand what the mama wanted, but she kept pointing to that baby's ear. And what he noticed was the ear was not formed so much so that there wasn't even an ear canal. I think it's called micratia or something like this. Amen. Or macrosia, I think it is. Amen. There was no ear canal. And so he said, God, I've been wanting to see a miracle. This is a 19-year-old Jordan Easter. Can we say amen? So I'm here to tell somebody, amen, it does not matter your age, amen, or your pedigree in Pentecost, God can lead you into a dimension where you have never been before. Jordan lays hands on that baby's head where there would have been an ear. And he began to pray. He said, I prayed with everything that was within me. And he said, when I moved my hand, he said, I almost could not believe it. But there was a fully formed ear and an ear canal as well. And that baby left hearing. What are you talking about, Brother Corbin? 
I know I've belabored the point, but I want you to know in the Holy Ghost, amen, God has a dimension that he wants to take us to wherein we have never been before. I want to tell you what I feel in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I can stand before you, talk about statistics, talk about numbers, talk about what we have seen God do. I watched that video and I said to Bishop Herod, or I said it out loud, I know he probably heard me. I said, that is a drop in the bucket as compared to what God is going to do. Not wants to do, going to do. You got to wash your mouth out with Holy Ghost soap and start talking like an apostolic that believes in the name of Jesus. He could, he would. That's worldly talk. He will. He does. And he will. In the name of the Lord. So, amen, I've shared all of that to say this. God spoke into my spirit for this morning. What he said was this, and the Holy Ghost moved here in a powerful way. Amen. What God was telling me this morning is I will rebuke the devourer for their sake. I believe that the Lord destroyed a yoke off of your neck. So we're not going to pray God destroy it tonight, but I believe the Holy Ghost did something in this morning service. That man cannot do. It only comes through the moving of the Spirit of Almighty God. Amen. And so this is what I know that God wants to do. Amen. I feel this so strongly in the Holy Ghost. Amen. I want you right now to grab the hand of your spouse if you're by them. Your family members, your children are close by. I feel this in the Spirit of God. I want you to grab hands with them if possible. If you're not by your family members, you're a youngster, you're a teenager, you're, you're not married, amen. I want you to know you need a faith promise card and you need to make a commitment too. Can we say amen? I've seen the glory of God take a young teenager, amen, that he, he somehow he started a phone business and he, he prospered in that phone business and bought himself a Chevy Nova hot rod. And at missions conference, he said, God, I don't got anything to give you, but I got this car. And he brought his keys to his Chevy Nova hot rod car, laid them on the altar, said, it's yours from this moment on. I give it in the name of Jesus. God took Pranesh Narayan, amen, whom, and I said his name, amen, amen, and took him and said, if you'll honor me in this stage of your life, I'll blow your mind with what I can do uh, to bless you in finances. Today, he owns two car lots uh, and is well on his way to becoming a multimillionaire. But he's becoming a multimillionaire that believes in missions. And in the drop of a hat, he'll liquidize everything. Amen. So that God could receive glory. So I'm telling you, if God can do it for Pranesh Narayan, what could he do for you, teenager? Amen. If you'll say, I don't got a job, Brother Corbin, but you make a faith promise commitment unto God and you'll watch God 
blow your ears off, amen, with what he can do in your young life in the name of Jesus. It's what I know the Holy Ghost is about to do. I'm asking you to pray in just a moment. When we pray, the Holy Ghost is going to speak to you. Amen. And what God is going to tell you is an amount. Remember, whatever amount that you came with, I challenge you in the Holy Ghost to know and understand that that was the amount that you could handle. And in order for us to see miraculous things that God can do and does do, amen, it has to be out of our ability to handle it. I have told God in my foolishness at times, I've seen God move throughout Bangladesh and India. And I have literally stepped back and said, God, I cannot control this. And the Lord said, how dare you think that you would ever control the move of my spirit. And I've learned, I don't talk like that no more. Amen. I just simply say, show your glory. Manifest your spirit. Show your power. Manifest your glory. This is what the Holy Ghost is going to do. In a few moments, amen, there is a record commitment about to be made. I believe in the name of Jesus, amen, then this is going to be different, amen. Amen, but I believe in the name of Jesus. In two years, matter of fact, I know you all will give two million, you'll give a million dollars in two years to global missions. I believe that in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you what God has spoken into my spirit. Some of you are looking at that card. You see 200, you see 100, you see 75. But there are some of you right now that the Holy Ghost is saying, write down $10,000. It got quiet in the house of God, didn't it? Amen. But there's a spirit of God that is moving in this place where God spoke into my spirit before the service began. There's some of you that you need to just step out by faith and say, God, I'm going to write down $10,000. I don't know how you're going to do it. I just know you're going to do it. Can we say amen? You'll bless me, I'll give it. I'll be a conduit. There are some of you that, God, you came prepared to pledge $200 or some, but the Holy Ghost is saying, change that to 1,000. Change it to 5,000, and you'll see what I can do. Jesus is not an ATM. He's not an unlimited credit card. I'm not trying to tell you that if you give this, that you'll get that back. No, we give because we love. God, I give you everything because I don't desire anything back. I give to you because you've given me so much and I love you. It is an act of absolute worship unto you. I believe giving is worship. Giving is absolutely worship. So what a... So some of you, God has spoken into your spirit right now. And he said, you be the one to write down $10,000, $5,000. Listen, folks, you are about to see the glory of God unleashed. We've been fought by hell, by demonic attacks. I wonder what would happen if we would loose the spirit of God that is greater than the spirit of hell. I'm asking God to begin to terrorize the devourer for your sake. In the name of Jesus. So here's what I feel in the Holy Ghost. I want you to grab the 
hand to your spouse. And in a moment when we pray, you write down your name. Begin to write down your name right now on that card. Amen. You don't got a pen. You see a pen in someone else's purse. or Don't be, be careful. Amen. But if they ain't using it, grab it in the name of Jesus. Or ask them. Amen. Write down your name. Write down your address, your contact information. This is not a bill. We're simply stepping out by faith. We're going to trust God. We're going to trust God for the miraculous. God's going to provide. He will never fail. Amen. Pastor Arthur, thank you for what you do for global missions. You know that God is faithful. He does not fail to honor faith promise. He never fails. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. I want you to fill out your name. In a moment, we're going to pray. And I want you to look at your spouse after prayer. And I want you to talk to that spouse, your husband, your wife, if they're here by you. And I want you to confer with them what the Holy Ghost is saying to your spirit. We don't need to have family counseling after this service because we're not in unison. Can we say amen? We need, to, we need to be honest with one another and say, I believe the Holy Ghost is speaking to me, honey, that we need to pledge this amount. Listen, this is contingent on God. It's not contingent on you only. It's contingent on God. If God provides, you will give a faith promise, giving sacrifice unto God in 2022. Can we say amen? This is what the Holy Ghost spoke into my spirit, what God is about to do. Once we have come to that stage where you have wrote down your number, your amount for your family, and single individuals the same. We're taking a moment here because the Holy Ghost is about to show up. Then what I want you to do, we're going to all be standing by that time. Then what I want you to do is I want you to come down to this altar as a family. I want our ushers to be ready. Ushers, if you would fill out your faith promise right now. Amen. Or are, 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 are in the process of collecting all of this. You can fill it out. Get yours in the basket as well. But I'm going to ask our ushers to be ready in the name of Jesus. Because this is what's going to happen. Amen. The Holy Ghost. As you come with your faith promise commitment as a family. I don't want, if you're single, you come single. If your spouse is not here, you come without your spouse. But if your spouse is here and your children are here, get a hold of them and come to the altar together because God is going to unleash miracle provision for your entire family. What we're going to do is we're going to lay our commitments on the altar. And as you do it, I want you then to, with your family, begin to lift your hands in worship unto God. And this is what's going to happen. Matter of fact, while some of you walk down the aisle, God's going to begin to heal your body. What God's spoken in my spirit is he's about to unleash his power upon you because your commitment is an act of faith. He could not do many mighty miracles in his own country because of their lack of faith. So wherever faith is, God can do miracles, signs, and wonders. Wait a minute, that's not faith for healing. It doesn't matter if it's not faith for healing. Faith is faith. And faith unlocks the hand of God. 
Can we say amen? So I want us to pray right now. Are you ready? I want you to grab the hand of your spouse if you're by them. In the name of Jesus, right now, Lord Jesus, come on, begin to pray. God, in the name of Jesus, Lord Jesus, we came in our minds with a faith promise number that we were willing to commit to you. But you have challenged us in the Holy Ghost to push beyond the holy place into the holies of holies. You've challenged us, Lord Jesus, to go beyond what we can handle, what we could do ourselves, and push into a realm of what is God's glory and God's power. I ask in the name of Jesus that you would speak to your beautiful people today and that you would move them into a dimension of faith in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. I want you right now to take a moment, tell your spouse what the Holy Ghost told you. Come on, fill out that card. In the name of Jesus, fill out that card. Tell your spouse what God told you you were to commit. Tell them right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. I'm asking you to do this. This is of the Holy Ghost. Tell them right now. God said, God told me this number. How about you, honey? Amen, amen, amen. You'll see a confirmation of what you were thinking. Amen. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let every word be established. Amen, 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 amen. Now I want you, if you fill that number out, put that number on that faith promise card. This is in bingo night at the Moose Lodge. This is us stepping out by faith and saying, God, we'll trust you and we'll push beyond the veil into a dimension we've never been before. Feel the Holy Ghost. Come on. I hope you've wrote down that number right now. Write it down in the name of Jesus. If you don't have a pen, amen, lift your hand. Ushers will give you a pen. We need the ushers to be at the altar right now. If you would come down to the altar, amen, all of our ushers if possible. I'm not your pastor, but I feel this in the Holy Ghost. We need to be ready to quickly receive these and send them back to pastor's wife, Sister Nichols. They can begin to tabulate because what I know is God's going to take us way beyond what we've ever committed to God. But remember, in a moment when we stand and when you bring your pledge card, lay it on the altar. Lay it on the altar. It could be all this altar, this whole front is the altar. So ushers, if you would be ready to get those cards once they've placed them on the altar, I'm asking all of you that come to the front. If it's, listen, if it's, if it's $100 that the Lord has spoken into your spirit, don't think because you can't give 10000 or 5000 it's not worthy. A $100 faith commitment to God is just like a million. It's the concept. It's the precept that matters to God. And so, amen, fill that number out. Giving you time, just a few more moments, but fill that number out. But when you come to this altar, I want you to come as a family. And I want you to lay your commitment down on the altar. And I want you to begin to lift your hands. What's going to happen is as you step forward, the power of God is going to meet you. Matter of fact, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I believe that God is going to curse family DNA sicknesses. He is going to break the cycle of illness in your family. 
I felt that in the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, Mama had it, Grandmama had it, I gotta have it. God's gonna break that cycle in the name of Jesus and he's gonna say, nay, you shall not have it. It will not go to your children. The cycle ends today. Some say, well, I already got it. Good news, God is in the business of turning already got it into I don't have it no more. I curse every sickness that was passed down to you in your lineage and I command it to bow its knee to the name of Jesus and leave your body now. It will no longer be your family legacy. Your legacy will be a legacy of faith. So I want you right now, if you would, begin to come. Begin to come. Come as a family. Lay your commitment on the altar. And then stay at the altar with your family. Lifting your hands up to the Lord. Jesus, we release the supernatural power of God. Your people. Come on, just lift your hands. Stay with your families, though, if you can. Amen. As the Holy Ghost moves, then you can move around. But stay with your families. Lay hands on that commitment. Say, God, I give it on the altar. This is is for my family, Lord Jesus. You're redeeming us, Lord Jesus. Now lift your hands in worship also unto God. Jesus, let the healing balm of Gilead flow upon your people. That marriage that they thought was at the end of its road is not going to end tonight. They're going to have healing in their marriages in the name of Jesus. I loose the power of God. Amen. To do this in the name of the Lord. Shatara kotoroshaya, iranda roshatara kaya, itoroshataya. Come on, begin to lift your hands to the Lord. Begin to lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. Begin to say stuff like, I receive it in the name of Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. The wind of the Spirit of God just came into this place. I feel the Holy Ghost blowing. Lift your hands to the Lord. Say, I receive it, Lord Jesus. Yanda roshataya, irondo rokoto rosha, iranda rashata rakoya. Take time in this altar right here. God's doing a work right now in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we curse every disease in their body and we lose wholeness in the name of Jesus. Right now, God is telling someone your hand in your spirit is outstretched to touch the hem of his garment and he has felt virtue flow out of him. You are whole in the name of Jesus. Come on, just begin to lift your hands. Just begin to lift your hands to the Lord. Just begin to lift your hands to the Lord. We have a bunch on this side we need help with. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, amen, right now. Now it's time for the moving of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, we're not gonna waste time. Hallelujah, lift your hands to the Lord right now and begin to allow his spirit to move upon you.
by the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus. Be whole in the name of the Lord. Yea, as you have stepped out in faith, God is stepping out in power. In the name of Jesus. Yanda roshataya, irondo roshatarakotorosha. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yanda roshataya. In the name of Jesus, I curse cancer in the name of Jesus. I curse diabetes in the name of Jesus. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. We curse every disease. I curse myopia. Myopia. I curse cataracts in the name of Jesus. I curse chronic arthritis in the name of Jesus. I command your thyroids in the name of Jesus to normalize now. I speak to your pancreas. Begin to produce insulin in the name of Jesus. We command neuropathy to leave your feet and leave your body. I speak against gout in the name of Jesus. I command gout to leave your body in the name of the Lord. Be whole. I command that disorder of your nervous system. I command your nerves to be healed in the name of Jesus. Right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, ministry team. Would you begin to lay hands on somebody? Lay hands on somebody right now in the name of Jesus. We've done our part. This is God's part right here. Hallelujah. Come on, begin to lift your hands to the Lord. Keep praying, keep praying. I need another bucket. I need another bucket. If you want to monetarily sow into Bangladesh and India here tonight, this will count toward your faith promise right here. Keep praying. Come on, keep praying. There's miracles. There's miracles, Brother Corbin. I wasn't taking it from you. Come on. There's miracles. Hallelujah. Somebody has a 15-year-old problem. God says tonight it ends in the name of Jesus. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I don't know who you are, but you came with a 15-year-old problem. God is going to heal you now in the name of Jesus. Hirondo Rosa. Just slip your hands up to heaven right now. Everybody in the house of God, lift your hands to the Lord right now and begin to say, Jesus, I've had enough of this sickness. In the name of the Lord, I've had enough of not having enough to pay my bills. We loose you in our finances in the name of Jesus. Honey, you ain't about to lose your home. That bank is going to reverse what they sent you in the mail. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. 
There is a brother here. You have come every service. You have died. You have had diabetes, and you have neuropathy in your feet. I cannot see you, but I curse that diabetes in the name of Jesus, and I command it to leave your body now in the name of Jesus. Be whole in Jesus' name. I command every nerve in your nervous system, your feet, to begin to be whole in the name of Jesus. Yanda Roshataya. Hallelujah. Somebody has just thought in your mind, God have the preacher call out what's wrong with me and I'll be healed. But I want you to know, God is telling you right now, you call it out in the name of Jesus because God's will is to heal you now in the name of Jesus. You know who you are. You just said it in your spirit. Have that preacher pray against what my problem is. That's why the Lord spoke that into my spirit. The Lord says, open your mouth and tell it it has to leave. I want to, you keep on praying. I feel this in the Holy Ghost. We were in Wisconsin. The Holy Ghost still moving. You just stay in the spirit of prayer. We were in Wisconsin. Drove across the state. Weren't scheduled to preach at this church. But we felt in the Holy Ghost. God said, you got to drive across the state. You're going to be in Sunday night service. You're not preaching, but you go anywhere. You go anyway. Can we say amen? The key to the miraculous is your obedience. Get to the place where you don't question God. And just say, yes, sir. We drove three and a half hours across the state to be in church with a dear friend of ours. I was not preaching. Preacher got up and preached, and then they said, Where the Corbin, would you give the altar call? There was a young lady standing behind the keyboard. Amen. The pastor grabbed a hold of me and said, She needs a miracle. He did not tell me what she needed. God, come on, you don't need to orchestrate. Can we say amen? God knows what you need. And I said, yes, sir. So the moment I laid my hands on her, the Holy Ghost said, tell her her battle is over and she is crossing the threshold into her new life. You know how meek and quiet I am. I'm screaming it. The Lord wants you to know your battle is over and you've crossed the threshold into your new life. Amen, Jesus' name, we're dismissed. We ran and had hot dogs. Earth didn't shift to 24 degrees axis. God's about to move again. Be ready. Amen. Pastor called me a week later and said, Brother Corbin, you remember that lady? I said, cannot forget. I remember her. He said her situation was she was dying of cancer. Her whole abdomen was consumed with cancerous tumors. She was scared out of her mind had a colostomy bag on her. She was so scared that she was about to die that she didn't even tell her parents. She went back to her doctor after that Sunday night service, said, Doc, check me out. They scanned her body and they said, we cannot find any tumors whatsoever in your body. They ripped out the colostomy bag. She's alive and well cancer free in the name of Jesus 
a young man in Chicago was taller than me but much more skinnier. He was dying of kidney cancer. God, God, God had us lay hands on him. Listen, folks, we're nothing. God is everything. Amen. But we begin to curse cancer. A week or two later, we got a report. That young man that was dying of kidney cancer was now healed in the name of Jesus. One more. We were in Hillsboro, Missouri. I'm not talking to you about Kulna, Bangladesh. This is not a mission. This is not across the oceans thing. This is right here in your own country. Can we say amen? Amen, amen. amen. I was preaching that service. God said, I want you to preach about miracles, signs, and wonders. And when people came to the altar, God was moving in a mighty way. But the Holy Ghost said, "There's there's someone here with kidney cancer. I think it was kino kidney. There was a problem in their kidneys, cancer or something. And uh, I said, the moment that I, 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 I simply opened my mouth and said, there's somebody here with kidney disease. God is healing you. But before I could get that all the way out, the Lord said, it's a woman. And I said, you're a woman here with kidney disease. Amen. God is healing your kidneys now. Amen. It's at the close of the service. I'm asking. I'm saying, who are you? You're here. God said it. He's healed you of kidney cancer or kidney disease. Who are you? Nobody raised their hands. That'll be that's great for your ego. Can we say amen? God is awesome. I asked two or three times. Nobody raised their hands. But as we said, Amen. And everybody was dispersing. There was a husband and wife standing at the pulpit at the altar. They didn't budge. And she said, Brother Corbin, she said, I'm the woman that God healed of kidney disease. Hear her story. She said, some years back, I had total kidney failure. Both my kidneys failed, and they took donor kidneys and operated on me. And how they do it is they allow the old kidneys to stay in place. And then they put the donor kidneys on. Amen. And they function. She said, by the way, tomorrow I'm seeing my kidney specialist. She went to her kidney specialist in Hillsboro, Missouri. They ran tests and they said those kidneys that died so many years ago are now alive and well. Somebody ought to know it is time for God to show his glory in your body. In the name of Jesus, throw your hands up to heaven one more time. Say, God, I receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now I speak to your kidneys in the name of Jesus. I command every enzyme of your kidneys that has been out of whack to be in control and healed in the name of Jesus. I speak to your kidneys. Be whole in the name of Jesus Christ right now. I speak to prostate cancer in the name of Jesus. I command you to bow your knee to the name of Jesus. This is not how it is going to be. In the name of the Lord, leave. Cancer, we take authority over you 
leave their body. In the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. Now what I want you to do, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. I'm about to turn it over to Bishop. What I want you to do, so many of you came with pain in your body, you came with sickness. I want you to begin to test your body right now. Come on, just test your body. You You couldn't move a certain way, start to move that way. In the name of Jesus, test your body. Don't be afraid to test the miraculous power of God. Move your body. Check, check. Hallelujah. Now what I want to know, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. If God healed your body, the pain you came with is gone. That feeling that you came with sick is gone. Lift your hand to the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, all over this house. Hallelujah. Miracles. Hallelujah. Come on, don't be afraid. Keep your hand up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What this is, is God confirming his word with signs following amen. The word of the Lord is this. Let me be very sure. The word of the Lord is this. He has tore the veil in two. Even yea in this place where you now have access to the spirit and the power of God in a dimension that you have never seen before. God bless you, Pastor. Would you come? Aren't you thankful for the word of God? My goodness. Praise God. We are waiting on a total. I will say, someone messaged me this week about kidney issues. I don't think you were paying attention when he was saying all that. You have to pay attention. There, there have been miracle moments in here. And you have to pay attention when the Lord is talking. Amen. Um, we are waiting on a total. But we are not killing time. Um, Bishop Herod, most of you know that he and I traveled to a far country back in March of 2019. The Lord spoke to him and told him to go there and we were to walk and pray. And we did for five days. There were, there were things that happened like he described. Like it was, it was a 100% chance of rain Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And it didn't rain a drop until we were done walking and praying. 65 plus miles we walked that city. We prayed for the opening of the spiritually blind, blinded by that false doctrine. And we asked for a sign that week. And we got on the plane, headed back to America. We were less than an hour in the sky. And I connected to the Wi-Fi on the plane. He had not, but he was several rows behind me. And in less than an hour, the oldest archive connected to what we were praying for. They started construction in the 1100s on this building. It took them 200 years to build it. You can Google it. 
200 years. It's the oldest and the most renowned archive of that situation. <laughs> trying to be careful. 1385 was the year that it was completed. No damage to it for centuries. I don't believe in coincidences. We were less than an hour in the air when it hit the headlines that it was on fire. And it burned and burned and burned and burned. And they originally said, we're going to rebuild it. But then they said, we can't rebuild it. That's called the working of miracles. We hit America. We landed at JFK. We got off the plane, and Bishop Herod said to me, he said, well, I guess I'm going to China. I said, you're going to China? He said, yep. He said, I just got a text message and a voicemail or whatever it was from this man, and he told the situation. And um, so I said, well, when are you leaving? We, we were landing, I think, on Saturday, Friday or Saturday, and he said, I'm leaving Monday. I believe, is that what it was? Just a couple of days later, yeah, he forgot. He slept since then. And I said, well, where in China are you going? Now, bear in mind, we, we had just walked for five days and saw this dynamic sign that happened. I said, where in China are you going? He said, I, I mean, I don't really know. He said, it's a place called Wuhan. And I said, Wuhan? Wuhan, China? Where is Wuhan? He said, I don't know, but I'm about to find out. And so he went, and he walked, and walked, and that was in that was in March of 2019. And only seven or eight months later, something hit the world that shook this world. You say, "Well, man, he didn't pray enough. He should have stopped it." <laughs> no, I think the Lord knew exactly what he was doing. I don't believe in coincidences. We read in the pages of the scripture about the sun standing still and about red seas parting and fire being called down from heaven and the fourth man in the fire and a stone slaying a giant. Axe head swimming as he was talking about earlier. We read about that. That's the working of miracles. This stuff that he was talking about tonight, about the clouds rolling in, it was rolling in, it was rolling in. The reason I say all this, I'm going to ask Bishop Herod to come for, uh, for a minute and, and just, and just and when I say a minute, that's a figure of speech. I want him to just talk to us. He's never greeted us before. He is a mild-mannered man. I've never seen him rattled. I've never, he's just as calm as calm can be. But hell and heaven knows his name. I think we have a number. It starts with, wait, I don't think that's right. No, I can see it okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I, this is not a lack of faith. This is not a lack of faith. It's just a shock. 
Before I announce this, I got to know this number is right. No, I no, I need to know, okay, because I, I, I don't want to get a, accused. Where is my wife? Now, I'm not blaming her. I'm, God have mercy, you're going to get me in trouble. Okay. I... <laughs> I need to confirm this number. I really do. It's not a lack of faith. I just don't want to announce something and then have to come back later and say there was an ex- there was an extra place. <laughs> Look at BK. No, 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 just hang on, just hang on. Because when we celebrate, we're going to celebrate for real. Where is my beautiful bride of 26 years? Okay, all right, let, let's, let's let them recount it. Uh, because... If this number's right, some of y'all gonna have a heart attack. Come here for just a second. <laughs> don't don't say it out loud. I, I, I promise you I'm not doubting. I promise you I'm not doubting. <laughs> my heart's about to pound out of my chest right now. <laughs> When I tell you the miraculous, Bishop Herod, come come greet us here tonight. Just tell us what you feel. Praise God. I uh, we are in an atmosphere where. Let me just talk <clears throat> just for a second until feel free to pull my coattail whenever you get a confirmation. In prayer, you can, you and God can get to talking about some things and find out that <clears throat> God also has a sense of humor. I was praying about a month ago, two months ago, pretty recent. <laughs> And it just hit me kind of funny. Uh, And you'll understand, God does have a sense of humor. 
There are some things, well, the book of Genesis is a foundational book. The major doctrines of the Bible all have a foundation somewhere in the book of Genesis. The blood, the name, and another <clears throat> doctrine that is in the book of Genesis is tithing. And uh, I've, I've heard people say, well, it's, it's in, the, in the law, and so it's done away with. No, it's in the book of Genesis. It means it's foundational. And I was, I was praying about a month or two ago, and I just started laughing. It's just like the Lord said, you know, time's going to come. I'm going to make the devil pay tithes. I'm talking about God having a sense of humor. There are 7 billion people alive in the world right now. And when the devil pays tithes, that's a 700 million soul revival. Praise God. Not only that, the Bible talks about paying what is past due. Now, I have heard this is not scientific. I can't prove it. I have heard that one half of everyone who has ever lived is alive today. So now we are at 1.4 billion soul revival worldwide. I can talk like this in, in an, a place of faith. But there's one more thing. If you have a credit card, <clears throat> a bank a loan, or whatever, you get behind on your payment, there is a penalty for late payment. So now we're talking about a $2 billion so revival. I think you ought to praise him if you believe he can do that. Praise him if you believe he will do it. Jesus. Matt, are you coming to give me information? You're not? I need somebody to give me some information. If suspense was on the stand right now, I'd be convicted of murder. <laughs> For those of you that are slow, that means the suspense is killing me. Okay. They'll leave a voicemail. I'm just waiting. 
If you're watching online, wait. <laughs> People are like, what are, what are they doing? Is it is the live stream hung up? <laughs> Let me say this while we're waiting. I, I have lived my life, my whole life, hungry for a book of Acts revival. And he said, the glory of the latter house should be greater than that of the former. Now, I believe that was spoken in the context of the New Testament church versus the Old Testament. I could be wrong on that. A lot of people say it's the end time church versus the early church, and I'll take that too. But there's only one model. And until we see and have what the book of Acts church saw, had, and what they participated in, we're still not in the book of Acts church. But remember this, many of them spent most of their ministry in prison. A lot of them ended up beheaded, crucified upside down, sawn asunder burned at the stake so that's a scary thing there is a price to pay and what I do know is this Jesus Christ the same yesterday today and forever and he is the same Jesus and it tells me that it is that it is attainable I we talk about was it Ephesus that was 60,000 member church and here this man has 35 or 38,000 in one nation and I believe you said over 150,000 in the adjacent nation 185,000 people in two nations that sit side by side that is epic proportions. But to see that in America, you know, I always say they see more miracles over there because all they have is God. We have insurance. And so I think it comes down to what we are reliant upon and where we put our trust and so we do not put our trust in the banking system. We don't put it in the, in the hospitals, in the doctors. No offense to anybody that's involved in the medical profession. Just he is the great physician. And it all comes down, you know, we talk about faith, but that faith is proven daily. It's tested daily. And it must turn into trust and a trust, not a convenient trust, but a trust that relies upon him for everything. Okay, it's actually more than they wrote down. It starts with a three. But it's not, it's not 30,000. And it's not 300,000.
three million. 264,000. 134 dollars. Now some of y'all are behaving too well. Some of y'all ought to praise him right now. I'm talking about faith promise. The Lord told us this was coming. The Lord told us this was coming. Now you ought to praise him for what this man has preached this morning and tonight. Because he said this is going to release the miraculous. And he said buildings are going to be given to you. for the owners in California you think you own it but God's owned it from the beginning oh hallelujah come on if God don't do it it ain't gonna happen but God is gonna do it come on praise him just praise him right now just praise him right now praise him right now why are you looking at me stop looking at me the Holy Ghost is still here we can't have a book of Acts revival worried about the time praise him for what he has done and praise him for what he is about to do around this metro we're going to the uttermost parts of the earth. It's his fault. Yeah, come on. Come on, lift your hands and lift your voice right now. And here's what I want you to do with the faith that's in this house right now. I want you to open your mouth and speak those things that are not as though they were. Don't get carnal. I want you to speak kingdom prophecies right now. I want you to speak kingdom prophecies right now. Speak it. Come on, speak it. I'm believing for that 5,000 soul revival that the man of God spoke today. I'm believing for the opening of blind eyes, the unstopping of deaf ears. I believe in the crippled are gonna walk, the lame are gonna walk, the dead is gonna be raised to life again, cancers are gonna be healed, tumors are gonna dry up, diabetes is gonna be healed. In the name of Jesus, come on.
Watch it now because I feel a few of you having trouble believing it now. You didn't have trouble believing it before, but all of a sudden you can, you're vacillating a little bit. Come on. Come on. We're going to tell the Lord, I believe it. You supply all of it. You're going to supply all of it. Come on. It's the last days. We're the church. Every 24-hour prayer meeting, every 12-hour prayer meeting, every five day, five days a week, six days a week, five-week prayer meetings, all day, all night, people in the sanctuary driving the city. Come on, we serve a miracle work in God. The Lord has brought us to this place. It's time to cross over. It's time, it's time to cross over. It's time to walk into your promise in the name of the Lord Jesus right now. We're going to praise him till every bit of unbelief leaves the building. Some of y'all having trouble right now. Come on. We're going to praise him till every bit of unbelief leaves the building. Some of y'all saying, what in the world are we going to do now? We're going to have revival is what we're going to do. In the name of Jesus, Whoa, come on. Yeah, I don't mean to be cliche right now, but I hear chains breaking. Get the chains off of your mind. You're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. That stronghold is in the mind. So cast down the imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. I want you to just talk in tongues right now. I want you to just talk in tongues right now. I want you to just talk in tongues. In the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> 